Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. Never take your competition for granted. Hello and welcome back to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. Darren Mitchell here on this Tuesday, the 25th of May, 2021. And uh, if you are an avid listener of the podcast, you probably realize I haven't recorded a podcast for the last couple of days. Uh, No excuse other than I have been running a number of workshops and I had a number of coaching sessions, which has made it pretty difficult to uh, record a podcast, even though I did say in a podcast uh, last week or the week before, the power of 15 minutes. Uh, it just so happens that I had 15 minutes uh, allocated to other things to get ready for these coaching sessions and also the number of workshops that I was working uh, working on. So I will definitely record two podcasts today and look to record two tomorrow to make up for those two that I missed. So the topic for today, never taking your competition for granted. A really, really topical topic, for want of a better term. And uh, if you've been listening to the podcast, you know that I've got two daughters who play AFL footy. And it just so happened that I was reflecting and talking to a number of coaches over the weekend about this exact topic. But I want to also draw parallels and share a story with you in relation to how this applies to sales uh, and an experience that I had many years ago and how important it is for us as sales leaders and coaches and leaders in general never ever to take your competition for granted because when we do that, they will take full advantage and you'll be not happy potentially with the results that you get when you in fact take your competition for granted. So uh, if if you have been following the podcast for all, you know I've got, uh, as I said, two daughters that play for footy up here in the Macedon Ranges. Uh, Kiralee and Haley. Kiralee is my eldest daughter. She's 21, plays in the senior women's team here at Gisborne. And Haley is the um, eight, nearly 18-year-old playing under-18s youth girls footy for our junior club. And uh, they've been, been playing footy since, well, currently since she was 10 and probably Haley since she was about 12 or 13. And uh, what's really interesting is we've we've worked really, really hard and I'm, I'm privileged to be able to run the female program up here in the, in the region for the club. And uh, that's across four teams and uh, really, really proud of the work that we've put in as a collective, uh, but also more proud in terms of the type of girls that we've actually... Um, uh, got representing our club and our team and have done over the last number of years in that they, they're very, very humble. They're very gracious. They, they, love, uh, they love learning the game. They love playing the game and they play it fair, but they play it hard. And it's one of the reasons why we're really re- well respected by other clubs in the region and how other clubs looking at us almost like a blueprint for how to grow female football, female participation in their club because we've got some great people around us that uh, help us do that. But it wasn't always like that. And I remember back in the day when we first started off, and this is back in 2013, when we first had our first uh, youth girls team put on the park. And I think we each, week, week to week, we struggled to put about 15 to 16 girls on the team. Uh, and we played in Ballarat. We played in all these different uh, far-reaching areas of Ballarat and the whole region up here in the Macedon Ranges. And for the first two years, our average losing margin was about 100 points. Now, if you're an avid AFL follower... That is a huge margin. In fact, in the first two seasons, the girls won one game. And that one game was won by one point. And when they won that game, you would have thought they had uh, all the Christmases come at once. And you would have thought they'd won the premiership because they were so happy to jump in all over, the, all over themselves. And all the parents were ecstatic as well. But every other game that they, they played, they still walked off the field with a great smile on their face, arm in arm, just loving life, loving playing the game, loving learning the game. 
And so we started to instill in the team a respect for the game, first of all, a respect for their teammates, a respect for the opposition, and respect for the competition, and never, ever take the opposition for granted. Now, unfortunately, and it still happens today, certainly in our competition, there are other teams in the competition that don't have that mantra, and they certainly start to take other teams for granted, whether it be the way that they play, uh, they're not necessarily as fair as you would think they could be or they want to be, but also the way they speak to their own players and how they deal with each other in terms of their own team, but also then how they deal with officials like umpires and other teams. And there's just sometimes for some of them, there's this air of arrogance that sits, which is just ego running running, running amok. And they're not necessarily, uh, you can see, they're not necessarily in a great environment. Now, there's one team in particular in 2018 who was a really, really tough, tough opposition. And they, for all intents and purposes, were the team to beat that particular year. And our youth girls team uh, had just come off winning a premiership. We actually beat this team in the 2017 premiership. They had brought on a number of new players uh, from other clubs in 2018. And they're a much stronger team in 2018. And our girls to their credit, uh, learnt from 2017, but they're always focused on getting better and putting themselves up against the best possible players they could play against so that they could learn and lift to a whole new level. Anyway, we um, we went through the season and the only team we couldn't beat was this particular team who we had beaten in the previous year's grand final until it came to the grand final in that year and we hadn't beaten them uh, all year. In fact, they'd beaten us in the first uh, first final, but luckily we had a, a double chance, so we actually made it through to the grand final, and we were playing up in Ballarat at Mars Stadium, which is an AFL, uh, AFL ground that the Bulldogs play at, and uh, we won the grand final. Very, very low scoring affair, but we won the grand final by four points, and it was one of those days that really brought home to bear this concept of never, ever taking the competition for granted. Because what we found out was a lot of the players from that uh, that opposition team had spent the night up in Ballarat, getting prepared, but most of the team had gone out and uh, quote-unquote partied because they were getting ahead of themselves. They thought that they'd beaten our team throughout the entire year, so they just thought it was going to be an easy walk-in-the-park sort of game and that they would easily win the premiership. And you should have seen their behaviour towards the end of the game and on the final siren. And I've got to say that our girls, to their credit, yes, we were very, very excited, but we were very humble in terms of how we went about it because that's the way we'd actually taught the girls and that's the environment that we'd built. But it actually brought home to bear, never ever take your opposition and therefore your competition for granted. Which unfortunately, our competition that day did in relation to us. Now, the other story I want to relate to, and I was thinking about this over the weekend. Many years ago, when before I became a sales leader, uh, I was working on an account at, uh, <laughs> at a big company. I won't give you the a customer, but I won't give you the company either. But uh, we had this particular account uh, on our books for probably five, maybe five to ten years. Big account, great account, uh, great relationships, what I thought were very good strategic relationships and strategic partnerships. In fact, we'd always also started to uh, build a relationship around some reciprocal business. So it wasn't necessarily a a contractual thing, but um, looking at providing mutual business value and and generating some reciprocal arrangements through uh, through that relationship. But uh, unfortunately, what happened, and long story short, is we as an organization started to take not only that company for granted, we actually started to take our competition for granted. And in hindsight, and hindsight's always a wonderful thing, we had a blind spot. And to our competition's credit, they took full advantage of that blind spot. Now, uh, long story short, I'm not going to give you all the gory details. Suffice to say that uh, we were blinded, blindsided by this organization 
putting out a whole of business uh, tender, uh, request for tender or a tender process, and uh, we didn't see coming. Now, we should have seen it coming. Uh, we took our eyes off the ball and we started to take things for granted. The fact that we had a business relationship with these guys for such a long period of time, we had some reciprocal business arrangements in place, but we just thought that, you know what, we just have to keep turning up, keep delivering innovation, uh, and hindsight again, beautiful thing, we weren't probably uh, treating the customer with the highest level of respect that we could have or that we should have, which therefore led them to make a decision to say, okay, what is out there in the marketplace? And we should be really contesting the marketplace to make it a fair and equitable uh, competition so that uh, others get the opportunity. And it's not just a, a one-horse race. Now, to the credit of the opposition, to the credit of the competition, they took advantage of that and they actually put in a, a really, really remarkable bid and they won the business. Now, <laughs> the story, and this is why this is the point of the story in terms of never taking a competition for granted, is that unfortunately when the tender hit and we were trying to get internal stakeholder engagement to get some key resources allocated to the tender to put our best foot forward, uh, it was very it was almost like trying <laughs> trying to get blood out of a stone. Because unfortunately people within the organization were so fixated on the fact that we've had a relationship with these guys for such a long period of time, they're not going anywhere. So the level of discretionary effort that was put in by some of the key specialists that were allocated to the account and allocated to the response, uh, let's just say they weren't at their best. And in fact, we didn't get their best mind space, we didn't get their best work, and therefore we ended up with the result that we got, which wasn't the best result for the organization. Now, it's often been said that the greatest lessons in life can sometimes only be learned after the fact. And this is another example of this, and I take this even to this day, to never ever take anything for granted anymore and certainly not take competition for granted, whether it be in business, whether it be in sales, whether it be in leadership, and certainly in my girl's sport, whether it be in sport as well. Now, the, the interesting thing about this, and if you've worked in a big corporate, you know that the, uh, the big corporates are very, very good at conducting highly strategic, highly forensic investigations as to what goes wrong. So they're very, very good at the loss review. Not very good, not so good at the win review because, hey, they think they've got the business, so there's nothing there to learn. Uh, what I've learned is you need to be able to conduct reviews both when you don't win something, but also when you do win something because there's always lessons to come out of both situations. But suffice to say, the forensic investigation of this particular uh, loss uh, wasn't pretty because essentially what the executives were looking for were they were looking for scapegoats. They were looking for people to blame as to why significant amounts of business were going to be walking out of the door. And what ended up happening is that it became very, very obvious that we as an organization and we as an account team and all the people associated with the account team had literally taken our eyes off the ball and, and taken our competition for granted. We didn't think that the competition would actually come in and gazump us with uh, a really, really powerful bid, but they did. And the moment we take our eyes off the competition is the moment we give them the opportunity to seek on our blind spot, to take advantage of our blind spot, put their best foot forward, and win the piece of business. And that's exactly what happened. So the lesson I got from that was never, ever, and I've never done this ever since, is ever take your competition for granted. Now, one of the greatest attributes of great leaders, and certainly as exceptional sales leaders, exceptional coaches, is they have this high level of humility. They are humble in victory, but they're also equally humble and gracious in defeat. They also highly respect the game, and they always, always respect their opposition. They never, ever take their competition for granted, and they'll always ensure that their focus is on constant and never-ending improvement. They're always looking for the lesson. What's the lesson out of the victory? What's the lesson out of the steps towards victory? What's the lesson out of things not working so well? 
what's the lesson out of defeat? And because of the high level of respect they have for the opposition, but also for the competition and for the game, they're always looking for, okay, what do I need to do to continue to earn the right to be part of this game? So in the case of a customer, they're looking at what do I need to do to earn the right to continue to serve this customer? It's not ever taking the customer for granted. It's not treating the customer with contempt. It's not sitting back on their hind, on, on hind legs or their haunches and thinking, oh, well, we've got this customer for five years. They're not going anywhere and just taking them for granted. That's the moment that the opposition will actually take, uh, take advantage of and swoop in, which is exactly what happened in this particular situation. Because they know that even if, even if our best effort is 5% off on a particular day or 10% off on a particular day, in some cases even 1% off on a particular day, that brings our competition closer and makes it easier for them to win the game, uh, take the business, which is exactly what happened in 2018 when we won the premiership against this other team. They were about 5% off. We played at our best, and that 5% difference was the difference that made all the difference, and that's why we won the game. And we treated it with, we treated them with respect, we treated the game with respect, and we got the result. And exactly the same with business. So as a sales leader, just think about, are you taking your competition for granted? Are you, have you got your eyes on the competition? Are you looking at what they do well, what they do not so well, and matching yourself against them? Now, this is not about comparing ourselves to them, but it's looking for what they're doing well so we can actually put some benches, benchmarks in place to look at what they are doing well that we can actually model off, but also thinking about, okay, where are the gaps that we can take advantage of because maybe they are taking their eyes off us and maybe they are starting to take us for granted because the thing is, if we focus on constant and never-ending improvement, if we're always looking for the next level of effort to get to because there's another level of performance to get to, we will never ever get to the point where we're going to take anything for granted because we're always constantly earning the right to be at the next level and earning the right to stay in the game. Because remember, the moment that we take our eyes off the fundamentals is the moment the opposition can gain an advantage. So stay stay humble, stay focused, play the game hard, but also play the game fair. Now that's not to say you sometimes don't bend the rules, but you use the rules to your advantage, but you play hard, but you also play fair. So this week, make sure your focus is on playing hard. As a sales leader, make sure your team is focused on playing hard, playing fair, always respecting the competition, always respecting the opposition, but be ruthless in your execution. Stay true to the exceptional performance standards and expectations you have set for yourself and also for your team, and never, ever, ever take your competition for granted. When you do that, you're well on your way to being sustainably successful, and you as a sales leader are well on your way to being that exceptional sales leader. So I trust that message resonates. It was just something I was uh, contemplating and talking about over the weekend. I thought makes for a great episode of a podcast, so hopefully that is of value to you. And if nothing else, just a reminder to stay and keep your head in the game, to stay humble, to stay respectful, but also continue to drive those exceptional standards. So hope that message helps. And as we wrap up this particular episode, a reminder that if you are committed to helping your team become sustainably successful and in the process have your own leadership move to the exceptional sales leader status so you can become an exceptional sales leader in as little as 90 days from today, love to work with you one-on-one. Simply go to my calendar at leadwithdarren.com, pick a time that suits, we'll jump on a Zoom call, have a conversation and get started to working with you one-on-one as early as this week and get you well on your way to being that exceptional sales leader where you're delivering more meaning, more value, more money, obviously, and better sales results for you, but also for your team. So if that's you, if you're committed to your development and committed to taking your sales leadership to that exceptional level, then let's uh, let's start working together. I'd love to help you as I'm helping a number of people right now. So uh, looking for that next ideal client. So if that's you, jump on a call. Let's have a conversation, but be ready 
to go because we're going to be moving. So with that said, hope you have a phenomenal start to the working week. Take advantage of all those opportunities that are no doubt in front of you. And I look forward to sharing with you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.